Last night, I knew we were fast when the run was over. Tonight, I don't really know. I, I felt a little bit off the barrier and I had to reach a little bit more than I wanted to. But I knew we were out in the middle in the arena and we'd get a good finish. And I looked up at the clock and it said 4-2. And that kind of surprised me. I didn't think we were that fast. But it felt pretty good. Travis healed him good, healed him fast, and got a good face. This is Season 3 of The Score, the Team Roping Journal's regular podcast where the team roping world talks. We've told the stories of some of the greatest cowboys, horses, and moments in the sport, and we're so far from done. In 2020, we'll bring you more of what you've come to expect, like interviews with the best cowboys and cowgirls we know, and we'll dive even deeper into subjects you care about. Look for more audio editions of the Team Roping Journal stories you might have missed in print, and learn about the great horses shaping the sport and great challenges facing our industry. All this and more in 2020. I'm Chelsea Schaefer. Hey everybody, welcome to our round three report from the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo here in 2020. I hope you guys are listening to this sometime in the future, maybe five years from now when COVID is over and hopefully this pandemic is just a distant memory. But we are here, we're at the NFR, everybody's wearing masks, social distancing and being safe in the press room. So one of the things that's a little bit different for us while we're here is that we are not you know, it used to be especially for this podcast the guys would come down and sit with me at my table where I was working we would plug the mic into the computer we would get nice and cozy and we would visit for a little bit longer so this year uh, they're keeping the Cowboys very safe because of course uh, positive COVID tests mean that they can't compete so the guys are behind a rope essentially they're sitting at a table on a microphone and they're quite a ways away from me. I'm on another microphone, um, and we have very limited time with them to minimize contact to keep everybody safe. So they are taking seriously the COVID crisis as far as the media and the, the team ropers are concerned, which is great. It's fine by us. So these podcasts are a little shorter, a little bit different. So I hope these podcasts get a little bit better, a little bit more interesting throughout the week as we feel our way through all of these new COVID regulations. So anyway... With that said, if you watched round three, you know that Dustin Egeskiza and Travis Graves smoked another one. They were 4-2 tonight in round three. They won another $26,230.77 points. These are not dollars or cents. These are points at the moment. Until we know otherwise, we'll just keep calling them points. It's their second straight go-round win. Um, that keeps them first in the heading and healing world standings and first in the average. Uh, I know Jake Barnes did say in our December issue, no smart header ever said that if you win every round, you win the average. But I think uh, Dustin and Travis are on that game plan at the moment, and so far so good. All right, check out the story. Let us know what you think. Um, enjoy the interview. The story is on TeamRopingJournal.com. You can also watch the video of their run there at TeamRopingJournal.com. Pro Rodeo uh, provided us with that video. So I hope you all have a great night. I'll talk at you soon. Hey, everybody. Today's episode is brought to you by Resistall. They're the proud sponsors of the Resistall Rookie of the Year program and if you want to buy your felt hat here for wintertime, there are lots of hats, lots of resist dolls everywhere. You can get your hat shaped. The Cavenders booth here, uh, lots of resist dolls all over the trade shows. Get your resist doll or your Charlie One Horse, especially ladies. If you're coming to watch the breakaway next week, the Charlie One Horses are the hat. Thank you, everybody, and thank you to Resist Doll for sponsoring this episode.
I'll do better. Hi guys, congratulations again. Thank, Thank you. you. This is fun, Tw twice in a row. Did you, I know you guys are close to home. Did you run any steers today or did you leave everything just how it was and not practice at all today? I didn't run any today, but I roped a few yesterday, not just, <clears throat> not trying to work on anything, just kind of roping just to rope because that's what we do most of the time anyway. But yeah. I went, I went home and I ran maybe 10 steers this morning. So just to kind of free my horse up a little bit and that was about it. You ran 10 on chip? No, I, I ran maybe three steers on oh, him and uh, the rest on another horse I have. Uh, something you said last night that I didn't get to ask you much about was that you have Manny ready to go? Yeah. I hadn't realized that I thought Manny was Done. a non-starter. <laughs> so tell me about what Manny's got going. Uh, well, it's been a couple years since he had his surgery and uh, he slowly just kept getting better and better and the vet kept saying that I should ride him. and. Uh, I kind of had just kind of give up on him, honestly. And to make him my wife, uh, I was like, man, he's sure bucking and running. And I think you should get him in shape and give him one more chance. And uh, that's what I did. Um, and he's been great. Um, he's 20 now. Um, I was, I, I just really like Chip in this scenario. And um, it's just hard to get off him. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I don't imagine you should get off him at this point no, in the game. It's, I don't plan it's going on pretty to. well. But I was a Manny fan. And Manny, do you remember, Man Dustin, how old were you when your brother had Manny? Um, as far as I can remember back, my brother had Manny. But when I was in high school, I was a healer before I started heading. And then my brother switched to heading. So he sent me Manny, and Manny was one of my heel horses for a little while. They actually call him Tarzan. Is that, Tarzan that's is what, what that's what him. they call him. I called him Manny because I got him from Manny. Yeah, I would imagine Manny didn't call Manny Manny. <laughs> Manny that would yeah. be weird. But yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, that's super cool. Does was he great for you as a high school rodeo heel horse, or was he just <laughs> another horse in your string and you didn't heal good enough? I don't know. He didn't like him. I don't think. Honestly, <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of funny. He was. I had two horses at the time. I had. Manny and my horse dude that I had now that, or he's kind of semi-retirement right now, but the horse that I rode at the finals and everything the last couple of years, Tarzan and dude were my two heel horses at the time. And I just liked healing on dude better for some reason. He was a four-year-old or five-year-old or something, and he was way greener, not near the same kind of horse, but I just liked healing on dude. So that's the one I rode most of the time, but I'd, I ran some steers on Tarzan. I did like him too. <laughs> Lucky for Travis that he was your second string backup high school rodeo heel horse and <laughs> Travis ended up with him. No kidding. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, what's your practice been like? Have, have you guys been roping together quite a bit leading up to this? Yes, we have. We've been roping a lot. I mean, about every day. And not not just running a ton and ton, but I'd say around 30 steers, you know, and riding our horses and uh, just trying to get, get ready for this. Yeah, how many have you been running on your new good one every day? I don't run very many on the horses that I like, I guess. Uh, <laughs> maybe somewhere from five to seven a day and another horse, 10 to 12. We don't run a whole bunch every day. Maybe, you know, like Travis said, 30 to 50. I don't uh, I don't think okay. 100 steers is going to do you much better than 50 would a day. Yeah. Are I you guys... Now going home, are you finding yourselves picking stalls or fixing fence or doing any day-to-day -day work to keep your minds freer? 
or what, what's the mental side of it's so different than in Vegas when you go to your hotel room yeah it's just every day you know for us we get to go home and sleep in our own bed and get up and uh, do do what we do you know uh, feed some I put some round bells out today and just kind of ran a few and it was kind of nice same thing yeah I, I put hay out for my cows today too but I didn't rope any other than that I was kind of going crazy sitting in the house because I didn't really have anything to do today but I'm probably going to rope some tomorrow. It'd be nice. No, I didn't ask you anything about your run tonight. How did it feel compared to last night? Anything, anything going on with the steers? How did, how did that steer feel? Last night, I knew we were fast when the run was over. Tonight, I don't really know. I, I felt a little bit off the barrier, and I had to reach a little bit more than I wanted to. But I knew we were out in the middle in the arena, and we'd get a good finish. And I looked up at the clock, and it said 4-2, and that kind of surprised me. I didn't think we were that fast. But it felt pretty good. Travis healed him good, healed him fast, and got a good face. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't throw all that fast tonight. Uh, I didn't. The steer kind of hit, like in the warm up. The steer kind of hit and kind of hit pretty fast. And I just wanted to make sure and line him out, see what he was going to do. And uh, that's what I did. Uh, he had it on him fast. You know, give us enough time to do that. Well, thanks, guys. Congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you.